Hey everyone, and welcome back to our podcast for Generations to Come, where uh, we are breaking generational curses by sharing Christ's wisdom and experiences. I am your host, Moesha Gray, and today our topic is very, very simple, but it's very important as well. I asked you all on my Instagram, uh, I think it's my Instagram story, what topic that you want to see first. It was between being focused on God, and it was also between um, how to manage life after loss. And life after loss is very, very deep to me. It's dear to my heart, and it's definitely from the heart. So I did want to do that one first, but God led me to do how to stay focused on him first and by the way most of you all chose how to stay focused on God first anyway so today's topic is basically how I stay focused on God and every day is not perfect I'm not perfect everything is not perfect (laughs) my life is not perfect nothing is perfect okay but these are just some things that I have implemented personally this is from my personal experience okay I'm not an expert at all but these are just some things that I've implemented definitely over the last couple of months on how I stay focused on God Okay, first things first, I just want to thank everyone who has listened to our very first podcast. Um, I want to thank everyone who has supported us, who has shared it. Um, I mean, everyone who has listened, like I said. I just want to thank you all for being very supportive and just going out of your way to become a part of our private group. If you are not a part of the private group, we are definitely still open and ready to grow. Um, People who have shared the links and just shared it everywhere, we're just so grateful and I just want to thank you all once again. So yeah, let's just jump right into the topic. Okay, as I stated, these are just a couple of things that I've implemented into my life personally. Um, These are just the things that have definitely worked for me and they're not um, things that may not work for you. Of course, I really think that these things have really been helpful and I think that they will really implement in a lot of people's lives very, very tremendously. So first off, Um, Something that has helped me stay focused on God is the first thing I did was decide what I wanted. When you come to a point in your life where you are tired of the same routine, you're tired of the Groundhog Day, you're tired of um, the everyday just seem repetitive. And I got to that point, especially when I moved away and then got grown on my own, paying your own bills, doing your own thing. You know, you don't have that adult supervision who's telling you to go to church or who's telling you, Um, to make sure you do this or make sure you do that or to actually help you in a lot of areas of your life. So when you actually become out on your own, then it's really a big difference. It's a different story because you have to discipline yourself. So over time, things just start to seem very repetitive to me. So I had to really take a break and really think about what do I want? And that's very, very important because I think that's the first step to anything in life, actually, whether it's finding a job or whether it's what church I want to go to or what friends I want to hang around, the first thing you have to figure out is what do I want? You know, when you go to restaurants or in the stores, you're like, okay, what do I want? So uh, for me, it was, I got tired of waking up every day and every day seemed like the same day. I wasn't working on my purpose. I wasn't doing anything fulfilling, anything that made me smile, anything that made God smile at that. So I decided that I'm going to figure out what I want. Not only that, I'm going to figure out what God wants. Number one, I don't want to keep waking up every day and it's like Groundhog Day. I'm not doing anything purposeful. I'm not doing anything heart fulfilling. So that's first. Um, Where you are now, think about where you are now. And do you want to stay there? Is it worth staying there? Or do you like this feeling of staying there? For me, I did not like the feeling of being in the same position 
all the time. And it's it, honestly, it starts to feel like months and months were passing by to the point where it did feel like a couple of years were passing by. And I'm not doing anything that I'm designed to do. I'm not doing anything that's making God smile, let alone make me smile. So first of all, figure out what you want. If you want to build a relationship with God, that's great. That's the first thing to figure that out. If you want to um, do certain things as far as create new friends, create a better circle for yourself, then you have to figure these things out for yourself. Because although we want people to make these decisions for us, and a lot of times I would love for God to make these decisions for me, but he also gives us choices. And that's a really great thing about him as well, is that he gives us the choice to choose. So one, figure out what you want. Um, the second thing that I would say is check your circle. Now, when I was thinking about these things and I was asking God, you know, what, what things that I implement in my life that you really want me to discuss? And at first I was going to do the topic, um, life after loss. And if you know, you know, I posted on my Instagram that that topic would be up today, but I wanted to do that topic because it is really dear to my heart, but I also wanted to do that because I just wanted to do it. So I know God kept saying, um, you need to make sure that you do focus on God because I, I need people to focus on me. So I need you to make sure that you do focus on God. And I really didn't want to do this topic first only because I'm not perfect at it. You know, every day is a battle. Every day is a struggle. Um, well, every day is not a struggle, but every day I, you have to choose God. Every day I have to wake up and I have to say, today I'm going to choose Jesus. Today I'm going to choose um, to make sure that I'm spending time with him because we can get so busy. I mean, the plate can get really full and we can get so, um, our plate can get really full to the point where there is no room for him. So I have to choose this every day that I'm choosing Jesus daily. I'm choosing to pray. I'm choosing to worship. I'm choosing to spend time with him every day. So um, I think that was pretty much it. The second thing is to check your circle. And when I was thinking about these things, as I said, I was like, okay, you know, I don't want to go too, too deep because you had to think about it. Our generation is really not a deep generation. You know, we like to think we like things that are microwave. Okay. We like things that are, you know, Hey, if it pops up, let it pop up. But we don't like things that are very, very deep. So I was like, God, I can't really go too deep in this. You got to give me something shallow. But he was like, no, they need to check their circle. And for me, I'm like, okay, I know this is true, but I don't want to put that out there. But it's very, very true, you guys. The second thing is to check your circle. And when I first became saved, uh, 2015, when I just decided to actually surrender everything, I didn't care what I had to surrender. Um, the first, this first thing I did, of course, was decide what I wanted. The second thing I did was check my circle. And at this point, I didn't really care about checking my circle because I got tired of going through the same thing. So it was like, God, whatever you got to do, hey, I'm willing to do it. So check who you're around. You guys have to realize that who you're around will benefit you or they won't benefit you. Whoever you're around, they'll either destroy you or they'll grow you. And you have to think about that. It really doesn't matter if you've been friends with these people for 25 years, 15 years, 10 years. You have to really think about, are they benefiting me and am I benefiting them? 
Because a lot of times we look at, is this person going to benefit me? But we have to check ourselves as well to say, am I benefiting this person? Like, am I leading this person down the wrong path? And when this person comes to me to gossip, you know, am I, you know, boosting it up? You know, am I not telling them the right things when this person comes to me for this? Am I not encouraging them? But am I trying to back them up into doing the wrong things? Like, you have to ask yourself these questions as well. And then you also have to think about, are they giving me life? You know, you don't want any dead weight on you. Are they giving me life? Am I giving them life? So we both need to give each other life, basically. Um, So that's another thing. Check your circle. Check your friends. Who are you hanging around? Um, These people are going to either destroy you or they're going to make you. They're going to make you or break you, like we always say. Another thing, um, the fourth thing that I would say, no, the third thing, I'm sorry. The third thing that I would say is something that I did, which is I don't neglect my fellowship anymore. And this is really important because who you're around, like I said, will either drain you or they'll give you energy. When I say fellowship, I don't, um, I don't really mean just hanging around a whole bunch of group of people. The people you hang around have to add value to your life. And when I say fellowship, I also mean church. Um, It can be a small group. It can be a church event. It could be just finding a church home. I do not neglect my fellowship anymore. I moved, when I moved to Hawaii, um, I started to neglect my fellowship. Of course, I started going to church a little bit. But after a while, it drained away and I started to neglect it. And you will hear people say around you that you don't have to go to church to be saved. And of course, that's true. But it's also, the Bible also says to not neglect your fellowship. And what that means is that we need to be held accountable. God knows that we, we're human. He knows that we're going to mess up. He knows that we have a lot of questions. He knows everything about us. So he doesn't want us to neglect our accountability around us. So if you go to church, of course you're going to hear his word. And of course you're going to benefit from it. So... Um, if you get in a belong group, of course, you're going to be surrounded by people who are holding you accountable, who are of God. I mean, we're not perfect, but we're striving for the exact same thing. And that's to be like Christ. So you have to understand that um, your fellowship matters. It's something that helps you grow. You have to pour into yourself every day, daily. So if you just decide that, oh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to neglect this fellowship. Then you have to understand, is this what you want? Is this growing you? You know, you neglecting your fellowship, is that growing you or not? And for me, that wasn't growing me. I felt stuck in the same place for months and months because I did neglect the fellowship that I had. And I can remember when I was back home and of course I didn't miss a service every Sunday, every Wednesday, and it was like 5 a.m. prayer on Saturdays. So, I mean, that may sound like a lot to some people, but you have to understand that when you continue to get that in you, what's in you will come out of you. So because I was hanging around a lot of church people, because I was um, getting my fellowship in, I was held accountable. You know, people knew me. People knew that this is, she goes to church. This is what she stands for. So it also adds value to what you represent. So when I got, go out in public, I don't act a fool because I know I just represent God. I know that I'm around fellowship and I'm held accountable. So don't neglect your fellowship, meaning find a group to get in, a godly group, okay? Find a good fellowship. You know, you can just take somebody every now and then. 
um, find a small group at church or find a church home, like anything uh, fellowship wise really, really, really helps a lot. The fourth tip that I have that I have done and implemented is I got a Bible and I got a journal. And I know a lot of people are not hands-on with the Bible because technology is like out of the world these days. But I have noticed that a hands-on Bible implements way more into my life than um, the Bible on my phone. Number one is because the Bible on my phone is distracting. We are a generation that we can distract it easily. I get distracted easily. I know I can, like, literally, I will go and... For instance, I go on Instagram and say, I'm going to just look at one thing and I will be scrolling and doing everything else and totally forgot what I was supposed to be on there for just this one thing. I get distracted super easily and I know a lot of my generation do as well. So I feel like having a Bible on my phone is very, very reliable in certain situations, of course, but as far as using it as an everyday study can be very distracting number one we don't really study the bible when we are um just reading it on our phone we know we have these daily devotions or daily scriptures that just pop up on our phone and to be honest half of us don't even read them most of the time i would just scan them so and then when you get on the bible on your phone a text message pops up and now you gotta pause and text the person back because you may have not heard from them in a while or they may be gossiping or something. They're telling you something. So it's very, very distracting when you do have the Bible on your phone. So I really recommend getting a actual hands-on Bible. You can get one that you understand. You can get one that actually has a journal in it where you can write in it. Uh, but me, I just got a Bible and I also got just a regular journal and journaling for me has been really a stress reliever it has definitely been a mind-blowing experience because at first I didn't take journaling very very seriously I'm like okay you're just writing down but um, when you're journaling you have to understand that it helps you to build a relationship with God and when you're building a relationship with God or when you're building a relationship with anyone you remember that you're getting to know them and I always use this example when people are trying to um, tell me that they want a better relationship with God, but they're not spending time with God. So you can pray out loud, you can journal, you can whisper, you can um, mummer, whatever you desire, God will understand that. So when you want to build a relationship with someone, just say you like this guy or you like this girl and you want to get to know them. Of course, you're going to ask them out on a date or y'all are going to go somewhere, go skating, go to the movies. You're going to go somewhere because you're trying to get to know that person. And that's the same way that God is. When you're trying to get to know God, when you're trying to build a solid foundation from him, and especially when you want to hear his voice, you can't. Okay, this is another example. You can't understand or interpret someone's voice that you don't know. That's just like if I'm in a crowd and I hear my husband talking. I will know his voice without even looking around, without even looking for him. I was like, oh, that sounds like my husband. But if I'm in a big crowd and God is speaking to me, I will not know his voice if I'm not spending time with him. If I don't have a relationship with God, I won't know if he's talking to me or not. I mean, he would just sound like everybody else around me that I don't know. 
So that's really, really important is that when you're building a solid relationship with God, that you spend time with him and get to know him. And I think that our generation really think that you have to spend hours and hours and hours with God and crying on your face and tears just rolling down. And that's really not how God is. Um, We have to understand that God, our relationship, everybody's relationship is different. That's just like everybody's marriage is different. Everybody's friendships are different. Everything is different. No one has the same type of bond or relationship um, as me and my husband do. No one has the same type of relationship or bond as me and God does. We have a personal relationship, okay? Like our relationship is totally different from what somebody else's may be. Your praise is different from what somebody else's may be. Um, You don't have to shout and scream just because you see someone else do the same thing. You have to build that um, foundation for yourself, you know, realize what you desire, what God desires for you for yourself. So when you're getting to know him, you can easily journal. You can just write out your thoughts, write out how you feel, tell him how you feel. Um, write out your prayers. I like to write out prayers and then date them just so when they get answered, I can come back and look at the date or look at the time. I also like to put the time for some reason, but I will also come back and look at it and like, Oh man, I wrote this and such and such time and you know it really benefited me to rely on God with it so journaling and actually reading the Bible actually hands-on reading the Bible you can highlight it if you want to <laughs> another thing that I really wanted to add to my last one is that we most of the time we don't know what to read we don't know where to start how to start And because we can't hear from God or can't interpret God's voice yet, then we don't even know how to hear from him on what we should be reading. So a lot of times what I first did and I first started is I started with sermons and I would just read through those, whatever sermons online that the pastor would give me. That's really how I started. So I know one of my favorite, favorite pastors right now is Todd, Michael Todd, and he is a pastor at Transformation Church. He is one of my favorites right now. And also, I started with Stephen Futerick, and he is, um, I forgot the name of his church, so I'm not even going to try to do that. But Stephen Futerick, and you'll find him. And also, I have found uh, another pastor, but I just totally forgot his name, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so those two are, have been my top favorite so far. And that's really just how I started with Stephen Futerick. And I would just watch his podcast. I would read, you know, I would listen to his podcast and then I would watch his sermons and I would just start by whatever he was preaching about. And I would just take notes and highlight things like that. So that's pretty much how I started. So if you want to know how to start reading the Bible, and and how to interpret it basically you can really just start by listening and watching sermons okay last but definitely not least but i definitely put this one last for a reason so after you've done all of those tips that i have implemented i really feel like it's really way more than those things that i have definitely utilized to stay focused on God but these have just been some top things that God has just popped out to me to speak on so the last thing and I said this earlier is you have to choose God daily so this requires daily surrenderance I think that's the word this requires you to surrender yourself daily basically so when you are in a relationship and you both are two different people and you really don't like the same things 
or something you know some things you like some things you don't like but say this person wants to go to a certain restaurant and you don't want to go to that restaurant but you'll sacrifice and surrender say okay cool i'll go to that one so basically at that moment you're dying to yourself you're not being selfish at this moment but you are surrendering what you desire for someone else so basically every day you have to choose that and you have to surrender yourself and die to how you how you feel how how your flesh feels daily and implement it and say okay god i'm gonna choose you daily whatever you want me to do however you want me to walk you know i'm not perfect at this thing because every day i'm like god look i'm not perfect i'm upset right now i want to say these things and i'm frustrated and irritated okay look god what you want me to do so every day i wake up i try to do something like wait 30 minutes to pick up my phone so i start with like 30 minutes and then later i go wait an hour to pick up my phone the next day so during those times that i am waiting to run to instagram for no apparent reason or run to facebook for no reason at all um i will put on some worship music or put on something motivational or i'll pray in the morning or i'll just get up and make breakfast while i'm listening to something motivational something that just you know helps me to understand that okay look I'm choosing God daily. When I wake up in the morning, I'm choosing him. Today, I'm choosing him. Today is going to be a productive day. Today is going to be a very, very good day because I'm choosing Jesus. So, yeah, this requires you to die to yourself. And remember that where you spend your time at also matters. So that can go back to fellowship. That can go back to um checking your circle however you want to take that but wherever you spend your time does matter so if you spend your time in worship if you spend your time with god then that will show on your life that will really affect your life um if you spend your time not with god if you spend your time diving into facebook diving into instagram diving into netflix diving into listening to everything that just is pouring depression and sadness and suicidal thoughts into you then also that will show as well so where you spend your time does matter that's it you guys those are all the tips that i have for you today of course i have so many more but those are just the top five i really hope that these tips really helped you and if they did please don't forget to share this podcast so that it can help someone else as well and don't also don't forget to follow me on instagram which is moisha c underscore and follow our page which is underscore fgtc also become a part of our private group circle you guys by clicking the link in my bio all right that's it and i'll see you guys next week